you wanted the best, you've got the best podcast. The hottest, hottest. podcast in the world. In the world. The Chris Voss Show, the preeminent podcast with guests so smart you may experience serious brain bleed. The CEOs, authors, thought leaders, visionaries, and motivators. Get ready, get ready. Strap yourself in. Keep your hands, arms, and legs inside the vehicle at all times because you're about to go on a monster education roller coaster with your brain. Now, here's your host, Chris Voss. Hi, folks. This is Voss here from the com. The com. Welcome to the big show, my family and friends. We certainly appreciate you guys being here. Remember, the Chris Voss Show is the family that loves you but doesn't judge you. At least not as harsh as your mother-in-law or sometimes your wife. Anyway, guys, uh, thanks for tuning in. We really appreciate you coming by. Be sure to refer the show to your family, friends, and relatives because if you don't, you'll just lay in your bed at sleep at night just with guilt and shame going, oh, man, I wish I referred more people to the Chris Voss show and uh, told them to go to youtube.com for chess Chris Voss, goodreads.com for chess Chris Voss, linkedin.com for chess Chris Voss. You know, you'll feel more complete as you're lying in bed at night thinking about all the things you should have been doing today. And one of them would be subscribing to the Chris Voss uh, show LinkedIn podcast uh, newsletter that goes out. Anyway, we're going to be talking uh, about personal branding and digital business specialists uh, from an internationally recognized uh, woman who does it. Mary Henderson is on the show with us today, and she'll be talking about what she does and how she pulls it all together and gets it working. Uh, Mary helps service-based uh, business owners, coaches, and consultants systemize, digitalize, and commercialize their knowledge, wisdom, and skills into scalable and profitable online business and brands so they can become an authority in their niche or industry. She's got 20 plus years experience building seven and eight figure businesses and high performance sales teams in the IT sector and 15 years delivering online solutions for large and small businesses. She's been featured in many publications and is regarded as a thought leader in the digital sector. Welcome to the show, Mary Anderson. How are you? How are you, Chris? And thanks for having me. I appreciate it. And thank you for coming. We certainly appreciate it as well. Uh, give us your .com, wherever you want people to find you on the interweb. MaryHendersonCoaching.com. There you go. And uh, so, Mary, give us an overview of what got you into, you know, your origin story, which got you into the business of being uh, personal branding and online business specialist. Well, Chris, I came face-to-face -face with personal branding back in year 2000 when nobody, you know, was using that, that, that terminology. But um, I had a sliding door moment. I was in the tech industry. I was climbing the corporate ranks. Things were going great. Um, and I just had this sliding door moment where it, I, I was in a situation where I realised in that moment that if I could solve this complex problem, then I could command my demand, quite literally be known in the IT sector for that person that can solve those type of problems. Lo and behold, you know, and I strategically and, and deliberately was very consciously aware of what I was about to go and embark on. And lo and behold, you know, an, a tech company in California headhunted me and um, I uh, took on as a role as VP of sales for Asia Pacific. Um, it was a startup phase here in Australia. 
Mm. And so I, I just had so much money to play with, you know, like built a massive team, like we were just going to dominate. And it's exactly what we did, you know. So when I started that business, it was a $4 million business because they acquired another business. And I left four years later and it was a $54 million business. We had a really big sales team. I'm sharing that story because, you know, I had a really big sales team and what I what I wanted to do was not create people into job descriptions. I really wanted to understand who people were at their core. Who are they in their natural state of being? Because when you can understand your team at that level, then you can match them with the right inner teams or the right accounts, you know, as salespeople. And it makes their life so much more pleasurable. You know, they come to work because they really want to come to work. And it really, really worked. I understood personal branding from a human standpoint. Um, and then in 2005, I embarked on my own entrepreneurial journey. I started a software company, as you do, you know, but I learned a lot in that software company because we were very focused on user experience, building software based on how the user was going to experience that software. There was a lot of reverse engineering, et cetera. So I had a lot of cognitive scientists that worked in the business. Um, and that's where I learned how to create frameworks, how to reverse engineer things, how to really understand humans and the way humans think. Um, and then in 2012, I had a massive epiphany. I had a life-changing experience. I took a 12-month sabbatical, merged my company with another company, took a 12-month, you know, hero's journey, basically started at that point. And, you know, it was excruciatingly painful, lots of lessons and, um, you know, and you come out the other end and you're like, you know, what, why, why was I, why was, why did I think that I wanted to own a software company when really I just want to, I'm, I'm, I love human transformation. I want to be mm -hmm. around people and I've got all this knowledge, wisdom and skill set. What am I going to do with it? And then I recognize that, Hey, I can actually solve a serious problem in the world. And, my passion, you know, today hasn't shifted. In fact, I'm more passionate today. I work with um, predominantly industry experts who want to convert their wisdom into an actual or monetize their wisdom into a business and a brand. And out of all of that, Chris, my absolute passion is understanding that wisdom is a real currency. Out of all of this life experience, that is what I've come to realize. And it's something that I talk about a lot. Yeah, that's that's brilliant because there, I know a lot of people in the world who use dumbness as the as the thing. So wisdom is definitely smart. <laughs> uh, not wrong. Yeah. Have you seen America lately? Oh, uh, God, let's not get started with Australia either. So. <laughs> there you go. Now, you do some things that are kind of interesting where you've incorporated SaaS uh, programs into your system. Tell, yes. tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so the personal branding side of my business, you know, what I recognized when I first started is that it really involves a really intense unpacking phase of a human being. So could you imagine like asking 32,000 questions of, you know, and what happened there and what about this? You, it just, it, it's, it's, it's very time consuming, energy draining when you're asking people a lot of questions about revealing about their timeline, essentially, their hero's journey. There's a lot of stuff that goes on there. So uh, we created a, um, 
a platform, a software platform that does a lot of that heavy lifting for us so that when I'm with a client, you know, I'm actually, I have the data in my hands of the fundamental attributes that we need to design a personal brand that matches who they are and also is congruent with their brand story and also their solution as well. So it means that the that the human logs in, they answer a series of questions. A lot of it's just num just rating themselves and it spits out uh, a report. But it's been so beneficial from the standpoint of understanding, you know, what is someone's core, core value? What is someone's core gifts and talents, uh, uh, archetype, all of these attributes so that then we can actually create a picture that is as close to the natural state of being of that person, not someone they aspire to be like. Mm -hmm. You know, you have this uh, uh, the system I'm seeing on your website. Help us understand yeah. this a little bit. But it's the masculine, feminine, uh, personal branding system. Yeah. Uh, yes. Talk to us about that. There's a cool graph on your website that's pretty interesting. That's that is my methodology and essentially, mm -hmm. you know, the way that I work is that the masculine for me is all about the doing. You know, every business owner hates the doing part. You know, it's all the implementation, all of the moving parts, you know, and everyone hates doing that. It's like, oh, God, it's tedious. I know it's tedious, but you have to do it, right? Yeah, you got to do it. You just got to do it. So I call that the masculine because it's very much about, you know, doing. It's very linear. It's, you know, it's all about one plus one. It has to equal two. Um the feminine system for me is the embodiment of that. So you, you have to become that. It's no, you can't just implement a system or a website or an online program or a sales funnel and hope that it's going to work. You have to embody that. You have to actually become that. You need to speak about it with conviction, with passion. You need to feel it. It has to be a part of you. Um, the other thing is that I incorporate in my work a lot of the hero's journey. So the inner wisdom, the subjective wisdom that no one talks about. But the thing that I realized, Chris, the people I work with is that even with myself, and you can probably relate to this as well, people buy your wisdom. That's what they're paying for. They're not paying for my online program. Like the online programs are given. It's just a resource. It's the backup. But people want your wisdom. When they ask a question and you can go deep and wide, that's what you're paying for. And that wisdom is also a part of the hero's journey. It's the trials and tribulations. And I pull a lot of that into my clients' coaching programs because it makes such a big difference when you can show up as not just yourself but speak from a place of truth. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's true. I mean, people are hiring you for the experience that uh, you have. You mentioned on your site you've uh, you've got over thirty nine thousand hours of experience, knowledge, and yes. wisdom. And you know, that's what you're doing uh, when you hire a coach. You're really kind of short uh, cutting, uh, having to go through all of that. Uh, experience and and make the mistakes and and try and learn from them uh you know i mean for me uh, being self-employed all my life there's so many things that you learn along the way and resiliency and uh. and different techniques and toolboxes that you use you know and you put that into uh you put that into a concise format or you have it as a as a database that people can access and go how do i start a company or how do i be successful yeah. in this or et cetera, et cetera. You're absolutely right, you know, and I think that the one thing is, you know, then and it, we've got to get away from these ideas, you know, that we are 
um, you know, that we have money blocks or mind blocks, you know, because our business is not working. It's not that at all. It's like something hasn't gone right in your in the rollout of your system, your own system. And this is why wisdom is so important. The person that's guiding you and mentoring you needs to be able to guide you on that path. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, so important. And so, uh, how do people? Uh, you what? What do you help people with? I mean, let's talk about what personal branding is, and uh, and and get into some of those details. Yes. So, somebody typically would come to me uh, who is an industry expert of some capacity, whether they're a senior executive or they're they've been in the, in, in the coaching, training, consulting game, maybe a speaker, and. Um, they want to become an authority in their area of specialization. So I do typically work with a lot of people who are even PhDs in academics and they want to step out of academia and actually, you know, start to serve humanity and get out of a box um, and, you know, and, and serve one to many. So we start off with the personal branding, unpacking their personal branding and defining their the brand essence. Who am I? And how will the outside world perceive me? You know, what is my look and feel? What is my tone and voice? What is my brand story? What do I stand for? All of those elements need to be defined as part of the foundation. Then we move into part two, which is systemizing their knowledge, wisdom and skills, both objective and subjective wisdom, and merging that together so that they can actually have what I call a signature solution. The interesting thing is that when you design a signature solution, so that methodology that you saw on my website, Chris, there's other solutions within that solution. So there's micro solutions within the one macro. So now you've got multiple services that can solve multiple different problems just from one signature solution. And it's based on who you truly are and what you can truly uh, promise and the transformation that you're promising at the end. Then we wrap an entire digital strategy around that and, of course, a lead lead generation strategy around that as well. Um, I'm very passionate about organic uh, lead generation. I do uh, 99.9% of my leads come from organic reach. Um, And, you know, I've mastered that, you know, and, and all it is, Chris, all it is, is just understanding how to start a conversation with your target audience across multiple platforms. So this notion of storytelling becomes a really, really, really big deal, you know, in the work that I do. There you go. And so uh, what sort of coaching programs do you offer? Uh, Is there a rundown? Is there, how how does it work? Yes, there's, I have a 12-month mastermind, Mm -hmm. um, two group live coaching calls per week. I have a complete done for you. Uh, typically people that are already in business, um, typically brick, bricks and mortars who want to transition online, uh, they would usually work with me in a one-on-one. Yeah. I'm about to launch the Hero Program Accelerator, which is an eight-week uh, program, which is starting, I think it's the 2nd of May, three weeks, uh, and I'm just specifically focusing on how to create, launch, and test a signature solution. Awesome. I mean, it's it's interesting, uh, like I said, with the logo, it's not a logo, it's an uh, it's a it's a design here of this uh, masculine feminine system. You've got the personal brand architecture, uh, systemization, digitalization, and commercialization, and, and it looks like you help people build their brand, their brand story, the essence, their value, their proposition, and uh, what they're promising. And then from there, you uh, put it out in the world where you have uh, social media platforms, building authority, sales strategy, funnels, etc. Yes, that's correct. It's an end-to-end solution. 
Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so it's, it's all put together there nicely because a lot of people don't understand, you know, well, how do I, how do I build personal brand? You know, building a personal brand is what everybody needs to do nowadays. I mean, they, uh, people don't, I don't think people realize how the importance of that and everyone's a personal brand. I mean, you got an Instagram account, a Facebook account, you know, you're communicating who you are and your values, or at least hopefully you're authentic and communicating who you are. Um, <laughs> some people that aren't, uh, you know, they, especially if you're using filters online, but, uh, uh, you know, uh, so that people need to build a brand. Uh, talk to us about why that's so important in today's world. And you have to think of yourself as a personal brand. And, and this is a really critical question, especially those of us who are in business or wanting to embark on starting a business. Even an employee needs to start thinking about personal branding. But here's the thing, Chris. We're not building our brands. We're only defining our brands. The outside world is building our brand. Mm -hmm. Your audience are actually building your brand. They're advocating for you. They subscribe to your podcast. They're downloading the podcast episodes, etc. So they already see you as an authority. So they're mm -hmm. talking about you amongst their friends. So they're building your brand. So And, and also on social media platforms, you want to be known as a specialist in one area that you know for sure. I think it's really important. But what people do, they want to be known for a little bit of everything. Oh, Gary Vee said this, let's go and do this. Oh, blah, blah, blah said that. Oh, I'm going to go and do that. Suddenly you're like, what do you actually do? So you need to actually, you know, define what you do, who you serve, and what you promise with absolute precision so that everyone knows what it is that you do, you know, when they uh, see you on social media. And, and the content you create has to absolutely support that. It's the content that builds the brand currency. That's what the content does. This is why I said before, storytelling is vitally important and it's to its connection with personal branding. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and building that brand, maintaining it, uh, authenticity, you know, authenticity is one thing that's important to me. I see a lot of that failure in people where they're not authentic to their brand. Uh, especially sometimes you see in private life and their private life bleeds out into their real life. Um, and, uh, it, it's important they understand, you know, what their brand is, what they're communicating, but also to be authentic. I see, uh -huh. you know, I've known some different friends that I've had to separate from that their brands were not authentic with who they are and eventually who they are really came out and, uh, and that changed a lot of things for them. Well, the thing is, that's a very important point that you've made because I think what's happening, Chris, is a lot of people want to be famous for being famous. And this is a big, big problem. <laughs> Trust me, I see these every day. You know, I was getting so many people booking calls, strategy calls with me from LinkedIn, actually, mm. who were the people who were, um, had four, five hundred thousand, six, eight hundred thousand followers. So you mm. would think just as a, as a, a spectator, Oh, this person's got a lot of followers. They must be really important or they're an influencer. Well, guess what, Chris? Not one of them was monetizing at all, like wow. literally on the poverty line. And I'm not exaggerating when I say that. So when I, you know, unpack the conversation, what I find with 99.9% .9 of them is that realistically, they just want to be famous. They really want to be the next Kim Kardashian, and that's the truth. At that point, I actually lead them and ask them to find, I suggest finding a, a, a an agent in Hollywood because that's not the work that I do. Wow. You know, so this, is, this is happening everywhere, and it just blows me away 
Um, actually, I saw this guy on Instagram a long, long, long time ago, and he was promoting, he was um, advertising an Instagram course, how he got a million followers in 30 days. Well, isn't that interesting? I thought this is actually interesting. I, I knew exactly what I was going to find. I clicked on his profile. Yes, lo and behold, there were only three posts. Wow, three posts and a million followers. That's amazing. You know, like sign me up, you know. This is the stuff that we're dealing with today. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they, you, you have to build an audience. You know, like people always ask me, uh, they'll say, hey, I want to start a podcast. And you're like, okay, great. And like, uh, how much can I start making money right away as soon as I, I start? And I'm like, you have to build an audience. Like, you have to get some people listening to you. It can't just be you and your mom uh, who <laughs> listen to your episodes and, uh, and stuff like that. And, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, uh, people that are selling this you can be in the top one percent of uh you know one uh two five ten percent or whatever of podcasts yeah. and it's really not that hard because most podcasts are a complete failure if you understand it 90 80 percent of podcasts fail at episode seven and the 20 percent that survive 80 percent of those will fail by episode uh 20 uh, those are stats from real place i mean you, you look at places wow. like anchor fm they have probably half a million zombie podcasts. Last I heard, it was two hundred to three hundred thousand years ago. So it's probably half a million now. And people people think it's easy. They're like, oh, you just get a mic and you talk into it, and uh, you know, suddenly you build an audience. Uh, same thing with social media. When we started building the Chris Voss Show uh, almost fourteen years ago, now I didn't know really too much about what we wanted to do with it. That's why we called it the Chris Voss Show. And uh, but I knew one thing that we need to build an audience and where I need to get people interested in following me and listening to me and whatever sort of idiocy I'm uh, spouting out from over the last 14 years, which has changed over time. Um, and so, yeah, I get that a lot from people. Uh, you know, you, you see this a lot with the Gen uh, Z kids. They, they're like, what do you want to do? I want to be TikTok famous. Well, how are you going to do that? You know, my nephew went through that where he's like, I want to be YouTube famous. I'm like, what do you want to do? He goes, I want to do what you do. I'm like, we'll go do it. And he's like, well, it looks like a lot of work. <laughs> That's right. And yes. uh, you're like, yeah, it's it's a lot of wandering around the desert. I mean, for the first year of the Chris Foss show, like I, if it hadn't been for Google Analytics, I I was wondering if anybody even listened or cared to some of the stuff I was doing, but they were. And uh, over time, it builds, and you know, it's just not an overnight thing. And of course, you should be wary, like you said, of of people who claim that they've built followers and built uh, listeners and everything overnight. Cause I've seen a lot of, I've seen some people have like, you know, 10 podcast episodes and they have like 300, 500 reviews, which you can always tell that they bought. <laughs> so there's that, but yeah, everyone wants to be famous overnight, but no one wants to do the work. It seems. Well, that's exactly my point, you know, and even in the work that I do with mature people who are who are genuinely industry experts in their area of specialization, you know, it's the one thing. That's why I have a 12-month mastermind, uh, Chris, because of that reason. It's just, you know, people have to keep, you know, what about the testing phase? What about the, feed loop, uh, the feedback loop? What about all of that? What about mining the data and understanding? Is it working? Isn't it working? What works? What language do I use? Oh, I shouldn't use that language. I mean, there's so many layers. I mean, you, you understand exactly what I'm talking oh, about. Oh, yeah many layers that we need to consider you know to actually create some level of success whatever however you define that 
so th- there is this whole ecosystem that comes with it and it requires massive commitment, massive will, and massive desire. There you go. It it really does. And it takes time. Like it just like it's just I'll just fall over when people say to me, Hey, hey, how can I make money on my podcast? Uh and and you're just like, You haven't even launched it. Like what what do you think? Like uh IBM calls you up and says, Hey, we th- we heard you thought about starting a podcast about, I don't know, paper clips, and that sounds really yeah. gonna be popular. So uh yeah, how much millions can we give you? They just like think somehow that, that just comes out of the sky. Now you do have a podcast. Why don't we get a plug in for that as well? I do have a podcast. It's industry experts. Uh, it's called industry experts. Uh, it, back, it supports a magazine that I have, which is called industry experts magazine. And, um, and I don't really have a podcast for monetization. It's just that I interview the people that I feature on my front cover. Mm. And there's such interesting stories, Chris, that I don't want to lose that content because it's this, it's so rich, full of wisdom and, um, people really enjoy listening to it. There you go. Uh, thanks to our Facebook uh, users. Powerful information. Their comment coming in there from the live feed. Um, what else have we touched on that you do and how you do it with your consulting? Um, I think that the thing that I bring into my consulting that I think I, I don't see a lot of consultants do is um, I'm very focused on you know, energetics or energetics and this from the standpoint of really focusing on the egoic mind and how to manage that, how to manage emotions and feelings and really go into that depth and breadth of that type of work as well. Um, you know, given that, you know, I've had the last, I don't know, 12, 13 years, you know, just really, really working on all my own shadow work, um, you know, and having some incredible mentors, Chris. I mean, I've had professors in philosophy, you know, professors from university who have studied traits, human traits, you know, emotional body. I mean, quantum physics, quantum theory, just phenomenal mentorship. And so I've come, I've grown exponentially in that space. And the one thing I can say, and this is my passion, is that we must protect our our our, our mind and our soul at all costs. Like I cannot mm-hmm. stress that enough. Which is why we haven't had a TV in our house for since two thousand and twelve. Oh wow! Um, yeah, no, we have no TV. My kids haven't even. My kids don't even know what cartoon shows are. They have no interest at all. You know, seriously. Like my, I've got a thirteen-year-old son, and he plays pro tennis, and he's so focused. And you know, and you know, he's into crypto and trading, and and I'm really happy with that. You wow. know, like they're on a completely different trajectory. But but see, Chris, this is what happens when you start to understand. You know, the outside influence that it has on our mind, the mm-hmm. decisions that we make mostly are not ours if we don't dig deep. So I bring a lot of this work into my 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 coaching because um, people get scared, Chris. They start to freak out. They have imposter syndrome. They have li- all these limiting beliefs. And my goal, especially now Tuesday live calls, is that I really focus on that work. And to see transformation in front of your eyes is is just phenomenal. There's a lot of people that struggle with that that uh, imposter syndrome. You know, we've had authors on the books on the uh, show that have written books about it. I see a lot of it, uh, you know, bouncing around social media and stuff. Um, and t- talk to us a little bit about that and why people struggle with that so much. 
I just think that the first thing I always say to people is knowledge is truly, truly is power. So people are coming from the standpoint of what I know. You don't know what you don't know, period. Mm. If you're coming from a paradigm based on X and you're trying to solve a problem based on X, you're not going to go very far, are you? You know, Mm. and also then imposter syndrome also is another, to me, is a disguise for fear as well. So what are you really fearing? Like, What is it that you're really scared of? being judged, shame, what, what, where are we going with this? Mm-hmm. And so what I like to do is I like to bring that wisdom into it and make people understand that, hey, your mind is actually playing tricks on you. It's telling you X, but the soul is like suppressed and the soul's trying to come through and you've got conflict happening. So the question is, who's running the show? Is it the ego or the soul? And until you actually understand the difference, you're going to let the ego run the show until the end of your life, which is very sad. And this is why I say to people, turn your TV off, because that is influencing your mind and triggering the imposter syndrome. Ah, interesting. Um, So do you find that TV, uh, what does it do, fill up your time or make make you feel smaller? I just think, could you imagine just being listening, sitting in front of a box and just zoning out and just letting life go by when you could actually be reading a book and actually empowering yourself? I just don't understand that. I mean, yeah. I get that people like to watch TV when there's a game or there's, you know, basketball or I get that. That's fine. I'm saying that if you're coming home every single night and putting on Netflix every night, seven nights a week and wanting a different reality, you, that's the that's step one. Turn yeah. the TV off. So so and 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 we'd go back going back to that imposter syndrome. I'm not an expert in that area, but what I can say is that if you're watching those reality shows, they're even worse because then you're now starting to compare. Oh, I want to be like Kim Kardashian. You know, I want to have, I want to look like that. I want to da 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 da. And suddenly you've got all this noise in your head that is a complete false reality, and it does one thing. And that is worships the ego only. And so most humanity is stuck there. We've got to get out of that. Yeah. The, the, uh, yeah. And that, that I, I imagine that would contribute to the imposter syndrome. People have a lot of that problem with like, uh, not only those shows that you talk about where they're comparing themselves and they feel oh. less. And, you know, you, if you understand some of those housewives or whatever, or the bachelor, you know, sometimes you find out that some of these people are, it seems like a lot of them in America are really messed up people. I mean, we, we've got some, we got some people that were, you know, housewives, whatever, they're going to jail for tax fraud and, you know, they're, they're filing bankruptcy and, and you're finding th- those people weren't quite who you thought they were. And, you know, there's a bit of PR and spin that goes into television and presenting those people. And you certainly can't base your life on them. And people do that on Instagram too. They see, you know, there's lots of fakery in Instagram where people, you know, there's a places you can actually go buy to go sit in what looks like a jet where you've got champagne being poured and you're in some private jet. And it's really just some setting, some photographers got built out and, people could do it they're just like i'm i'm flying on a private plane everyone's like oh god man my life sucks I, they're doing so much better than me meanwhile they're just fakery i mean i've had people that have have more podcast reviews that that i'll be like how does he have that many podcast reviews and he has like 20 interviews like how is that possible uh-huh. and uh and then you start reading them and there's a way to actually tell that they're fake um 
but it pisses you off a little bit because you're like, Jesus, <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, sometimes spending so much time focusing on what other people are doing uh, isn't smart because you need to focus on what you're doing. Right. Absolutely. I mean, it goes back to what I was saying before, Chris, my wisdom is my experience. You, you haven't had my experience. So therefore, even if you and I did exactly the same thing in terms of our vocation, the people we serve, you know, our messaging, you know, et cetera, you wouldn't deliver it like I would and I wouldn't deliver it like you would because both of us have had completely different experiences, both objective and subjective. And so, therefore, the wisdom currency plays a significant role in the execution, how you show up, in, you know, how people believe you and trust you, get to know you, get to love you, get to buy from you. All of these things really matter because it all comes down to that one word and that is wisdom, understanding that that is a true currency. Mm -hmm. Definitely. And uh, being able to have people help you. Plus, you know, I think a lot of times with coaching, people need help to move along down the path. You know, they need having somebody who gives them an accountability thing where they say hey let's do this let's do that let's do this you kind of have that uh, person to nudge you along if you will with accountability yeah i think i agree with you on that you know and i see it with my own coaching especially in my mastermind group it's 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 ma making sure people are moving one step closer toward their destination every single week you've and this is this is the the idea of a coach it's the coach is not there to do the work for them the coach is there to make sure that that they have the aha moment they have the epiphany you know i mean you know i'm teaching my clients at the moment how to actually write transformational stories client transformational stories in a very specific way it's not easy you know it really really challenges you because we haven't been brought up to to think and write like that you know it goes completely against you know how we were taught english in school and university etc and so it it really challenges people but Practice makes perfect. You know, we've got it, and, and, and I hold them accountable. You have to do this homework because if you don't do it, how will you know how to write? And, and so, it, and what happens is it opens them up. Suddenly they start speaking differently. They're like, I'm going to do a survey. I'm going to get feedback. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. So suddenly there's this whole ecosystem that opens up for them. And again, knowledge is power. Definitely is makes all the difference in the world. So anything more we need to tease out about what you do and how you do it to our audience? I just like to say, Chris, that you know, my my mission and my vision is to help as many industry experts understand that they are literally sitting on a gold mine. I cannot stress this enough. The wisdom that they carry both professionally and also internally. There is so much packed in there and the only way we can solve uh, uh, problems in the world, and we have many, many, mm -hmm. are through people that hold wisdom. You know, a CEO of a Fortune 500 company will not be calling the Instagram famous into the boardroom to solve a major crisis. They're going to solve somebody with 20, 30 years experience who knows how to solve a crisis. So that's a person that holds wisdom. We need to understand that wisdom is how we change the world and raise consciousness. I don't believe there's any other way. Logic and reason. Wisdom. So important. Being smart and using your yeah. brain. Thank uh, you. you know, it's, it's, it's interesting to me. You know, you look at the TikTok environment, how crazy it is in the world today and stuff oh. and everything that goes on. So uh, 
Give us your .com so people can find you on the interwebs and tell us how people can reach out to you and get to know you better and see if uh, you guys are a fit. Yes, um, please go to my website, maryhendersoncoaching.com. Uh, connect with me on LinkedIn at Mary Henderson Coaching with a pink circle around my face. And on the other social media platforms, I'm at Mary Henderson Coaching. There you go. Thank you very much, Mary, for coming on the show. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much, Chris. There you go. And thanks, my audience, uh, for tuning in. Go to goodreads.com, Fortress Chris Foss, youtube.com, Fortress Chris Foss. Subscribe to the big YouTube uh, or the LinkedIn newsletter and the big LinkedIn group over there on LinkedIn. Thanks for tuning in. Be good to each other. Stay safe. And we'll see you guys next time. And that should have a